This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, if you are a jerk, don't blame yourself. There's some things that might be making you a jerk. Okay. Maybe you're a creative, like you're creative. Are you a creative person? Yes. If your job requires you to be creative, it might also be making you more dishonest. Really? Yeah. So they did some uh, tests, had people take a creative problem-solving test. Then each person had to roll dice and self-report what number they got. Hmm. If they got a one, they got a dollar. If they got a two, two dollars. I got so a six. On. Yeah, okay. Well, it turned out that the people <laughs> did well. If they did well in the creativity, creative, creativity test, they were much more likely to lie and say they got more on the dice than they actually did and got more money. Isn't that technically, sorry, considered creative problem solving? And lying. <laughs> and lying, yes. It makes sense. If you're creative, you're used to warping the truth or manipulating reality <laughs> and, and telling stories. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, you're likely to possibly tell a story here when you've got financial gain. Well, and that's what they were saying. Uh, so people who are more creative tend to feel more comfortable as well lying or enhancing the truth. You seem suspicious yeah. already with your enhancing <laughs> the truth. It's lying. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're just lying about what you rolled on the die. Well, mm -hmm. creatively. Problem you're solving. also another liar. And so the thing is, is you're sitting there going, I can get enough for not even a soda anymore, or maybe I can get enough for a Happy Meal at McDonald's, so I'm going mm. with a Happy Meal. Mm. Okay. Here's another weird thing about being a jerk. Wearing knockoff products makes you more dishonest. <laughs> so in one study, two groups of women were asked to complete a math test for money, and the more answers they got right, the more they earned. Both groups had to wear a pair of designer glasses, sunglasses, while they did it, but half of them thought they were wearing knockoffs. Then after they finished, they graded their own test. 30% of the women who knew they were wearing designer sunglasses cheated on the test and said they got more answers right than they actually did. But in the group that thought they were wearing knockoffs, 70% of the people cheated with that one. They needed the money. They were wearing knockoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't fully understand that one, but it's um, it's interesting to know that that stuff makes a difference. I don't know that I fully believe that one, because if I get a good deal or something like that, I'm braggy about it. If someone's like, I love those jeans, I'm like, oh, thanks, $5 at Sheen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, I think you might be the exception there, because the whole point of doing that is to make people think you spent a lot of money. 
Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. Some people say they don't care, but they notice. Okay, so <laughs> no, I don't care. I wear I wear plastic glasses at the pool, and here I'm beside <laughs> people with Ray Bans and all. Then I'm like, I don't care. If I lose mine, I'm not gonna worry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's another thing that could be making you a jerk. Bitter foods might make you more judgmental. Hmm. Yeah. So researchers gave people either a bitter drink, sweet drink, or a glass of water. Then they asked them about subjects they might be judgmental about. Uh, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to give you some of the stuff. You can just imagine what they were talking about. Like eating dogs and stuff like that. What? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to judge somebody that's eating their dog. Yeah. Just saying. In the end, the people <laughs> who had bitter drinks or food were 27% more judgmental on average than the other people in the uh, research. This is too much for this early in the morning. <laughs> Especially you're leaving us gaps, too, and I'm trying to figure uh, out. That's not a gap. I didn't leave a gap there. I told you. I mean, there were some very things, that, unusual things that you judge people on. Huh. So why is that a gap? I just don't know. what. Like you said, eating dogs, but there's, there was other stuff we weren't allowed to hear. Okay. But it's not family friendly. No. Oh. Yeah, so. Well, I want to read it now. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to let you do that. I think a good hound would have a lot of fat on it. Good okay. flavoring. Best way to deal with a jerk. What is the best way to deal with a jerk, according to research? Ignore him. That is correct, Kato. <laughs> if you are around a jerk, the best thing to do is ignore them. Research yep. found that having a difficult conversations with offensive people takes its toll on your mental health mm-hmm. and causes you to be less effective in the minutes or hours you are around them and having conversations this with them. But in true. circumstances where you don't have a choice to be around them or not, like I, work, I think they <laughs> might act out even more if they're being ignored. Do you hear anything? <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Who acts out even more when they're being ignored? It's kind of like a kid. They, they need the attention, and boy, they'll get the attention no matter if they're acting out or doing it creatively. Yeah. God. Did you say something? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't even imply that I'm a jerk, Tom. D- did you say something like he's ignoring me? <laughs> he's probably ignoring me. What other animals did they eat? <laughs> <laughs> possum. My dad was having a conversation the other day. He's like, yeah, when I was a kid, we ate possum. I'm like, really? You ate possum? Yeah, I ate squirrel, too, and all this other stuff. And redneck foods, because my dad was country. And he was talking about that. I was judging him the whole time, so I might be a jerk. Do they have those on the menu at um, uh, Saskatoon's? Saskatoon's? No, they do not. <laughs> That's a bad sign. You know what? I wouldn't mind trying it. I've had alligator and I've had frog legs. Yeah. It all tastes like chicken. I'd rather eat chicken. Honestly, frog and squirrel, there ain't enough meat on them no, to be worth not. it. It's I, like you got to be really hungry to bother yeah. with a squirrel. And chicken wings are bigger. And possum kind of smells like popcorn. So I wonder if that if How it tastes- do you know that? possums no no <laughs> that's like a real thing they smell like popcorn when you cook them is that no what like when like an actual animal oh, that's still have, alive they smell like popcorn you've you held that. a possum a and it smell like you sniffed a possum and I, it smelled like popcorn i told y'all i was from the country was <laughs> it the movie butter popcorn or <laughs> <It's kettle cooked>. <laughs> <laughs> did you stop in the middle of the road and Maybe catch him as Why he's going are you across. Judging me? He was fine. He made it. I know. I'm just he hissed weird. at me, but we're fine. Well, hey, I, I know somebody does rescue for possums. Okay, me. all right. Well, don't ask her about hamster poppers. Oh, not the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd air fry them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put them in the microwave too. Why are we talking about this? That's another one that's way too much work for the small amount of meat you're going to get. Yeah. 
I mean, unless you're just popping the whole thing in your mouth. Well, people feel the same way about crab legs and uh, oysters. You I kind of do, too. I had two pounds of two clusters of crab legs yesterday. It was delicious. Hmm. What about I, crawl dads? You can talk about a lot of work yeah, for nothing. True, true. Okay, and if you are listening to us right now and judging us, you're a jerk. <laughs> no, they're, they're actually right. <laughs> We're not listening. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Kato, I think uh, you were with us on this trip, but we got stuck on a runway one time yes. for hours. I was just telling this story yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Worst flight I've ever been on. I think it was Vegas, wasn't <laughs> yes, it? it was. So that makes this really weird. Um, but yeah, we ended up sitting on this runway for hours because there wasn't a gate available, and I don't know what else was wrong, but we, you, you begin to feel like that you are a hostage. <laughs> well, you got to start from the beginning. It was an hour and a half leave, late leaving Greenville. Right. We flew around Chicago, couldn't land because of storms, had to stop in Indianapolis to get gas. So for three hours, we're on the tarmac. They're bringing <clears throat> gas to us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, people, no. Excuse me, no ice, no snacks, yeah, no cold drinks. And the air conditioning goes out when you sit still because they turn the jet engines off so it gets hot yes, in there. Yes, it did. I, uh, people were calling saying they were being held kidnapped. They're kidnapped. Opening, they wanted to open the door. There's mm-hmm. nothing worse than that. Even when you're just waiting, you know, you're, you've landed and you're just waiting there for the next 20 minutes, it starts getting hot. Three hours. Yeah. Even worse when everyone stands up and puts their butt in your face and it's like no one can get off the plane. Just yeah, sit down yeah. for a minute. Well, this is a little different now. We were there for three hours. Yeah, these are sweaty butts. <laughs> and they weren't standing up because they weren't getting off the plane. We were going to go take off again. Yeah. The um, the crazy thing is, Cato, this happened again in Vegas. It was a flight to Atlanta, Delta, and they got stuck in Vegas on Monday in 111-degree heat. Oh. Here's how Ooh. bad it was, Cato. Multiple people passed out, and several of them, quote, soiled themselves. Oh, my. Oh my. At least five passengers had to be taken off on stretchers. There's something wrong with that system. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. There should be laws that you cannot be held kidnapped and hostage like that. I would say for more than an hour. After an hour, they need to find a place to pull up and let you off that plane. Or at least let us roll down the windows. Yeah, get some fresh air in. <laughs> or, you know, you don't even have to go to a gate. That They make those yeah. ladders. People can climb well, off that's the plane. Too, that people would be getting hurt and injured and suing it like I, crazy. I still get on planes like that. Oh, you're yeah. talking about, but yeah, but like a big, big plane like that. I don't know. What are you going to do? Pull the plane over? Pull this plane over and let me off in the grass. And when it's 110, it really doesn't make a difference if the door is open or anything. It's going to be hot. It's true. Well, I saw complaints against airlines have soared over the past few years. Some airlines now have a $100 to make a complaint fee. <laughs> so they say that this heat that is, is all right over there. the United States, <laughs> um, and you got that situation. They say the oceans in Florida are compared to a hot tub. The surface temperature hit almost 100 degrees in some places. Yeah. So you go in the ocean expecting to cool down, and you don't. Uh, Arizona is having huge hospitalizations, people being treated for third-degree burns. They touch something outside, and it's so hot that it causes a burn. Why are they going outside? I don't know. I've been to uh, (laughs) Arizona, and there is no reason to ever move away from any kind of air conditioning. I lived there for like six months. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. They got people robbing ice cream trucks, all kind of stuff. <laughs> but, wow. you know, the, we've had that commercial that talks about the guy asks, is it hot enough for you? Yeah, yeah. And so I did a little research, and I found some things that you can say to that person whenever they ask you, is it hot enough for you? 
These are some replies or retorts that you can say to them. So if someone comes up and, Kato, you just you go ahead and say, "Are you? is it hot enough for you? Okay. Hey, Tom, is it hot enough for you? Does Snoop Dogg get the munchies? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it again. Oh, you want to? Okay. okay. <laughs> Is it hot enough for you? Is Taylor Swift bitter about her exes? Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. That's funny. <laughs> oh, all right. My. You could do, also you can say, did the new Indiana Jones movie suck? Oh. I saw that movie. It's not as bad as you would think, okay? It's a new one? Uh-huh. <laughs> not as bad. One. No? <laughs> okay. It, it was getting some bad rap. Tori, you do it. Oh, is it hot enough for you? Are Harry and Meghan annoying? <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> oh, that's hot right there. Here's one for you. Can't I do another one? Hey, Tom, is it hot enough for you? Did that White House cocaine belong to Hunter Biden? <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't Sleepy Joe. Okay, Tori, go ahead. I'm scared. <laughs> is it hot enough for you, Tom? Is Britney Spears unwell? <laughs> Too soon. Oh, I <laughs> she might be. Do Apple Store employees have weird piercings? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've never been to one. All right, this is my absolute. Well, I got one more, and then I'll give you my favorite. Uh, does Nick Cannon like fatherhood? Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> this wow. is my favorite one. Okay. Hawk, you haven't done one. Yeah, you do it. Is it hot enough for you? Do white people love Cracker Barrel? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you can say Dang. these, and that way you kind of get them back a little bit. Now I want some homestyle chicken and hash brown casserole. Hey, throw in the cornbread and biscuits, too, if you don't mind. Yeah, and they have beer now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, That's going to be some fights. Yes, Tom, we do. Yeah. <laughs> All okay, right, so that's uh, some things you can say, and just, you know, when okay. someone's like, is it hot enough for you? Instead of sitting there going, oh, what a jerk, bounce back with one of these beauties. It's funny, I talk to friends in the afternoons, and they're like, oh my God, I'm about to die. I'm like, is it hot out there? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Apparently so. Over the air. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Guy Who Asks. Is it hot enough for you? The guy who asks, is it hot enough for you? The heat is unbearable, but not as unbearable as your predictable quips. You think you're being clever, but you're completely unoriginal with your unnecessary small talk. You love the sound of your own voice. You're just extremely uncomfortable with silence. So you became the king of idle chit-chat. So when I'm all sweaty, the last thing I want to hear is your stupid yap implying that I asked for this heat wave. You don't know me. You don't know my thoughts. You're Mr. Guy Who Asks, Is It Hot Enough For You? A real American hero. Mr. Guy Who Asks, Is It Hot Enough For You? And in six months, you'll ask, Is It Cold Enough For You? It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you know, when dating, there's these relationship milestones that you just naturally hit. But there's some things they say you should not do until you become exclusive. Like you are officially boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. You have the talk. You know you've had that talk before. It's Facebook official. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Once you become, a, what is it, a, in a relationship. That's actually one of the things they say. They say uh, you don't exchange friends on social media until you are exclusive. Well, that's different. But whenever you, what I'm talking about is when you change that from being single to in a relationship, that's whenever you're a couple. Okay, you can make it that if you want to. But you have to have that talk first. And like, hey, I just want to let you know I am decided I'm not dating anybody else. And then she's like, oh, I, I know you're not dating anybody else. I'm or, like, well, um, 
How about you? Are you dating somebody else? <laughs> you have that awkward. And hers says, just complicated. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when we're having the talk. When you have the talk with them, you sit down like, are we exclusive now or not? Are you dating other people? It is bad when they sit down, they start texting when you say that. And then they're like, yes, now we are. You're like, what were you doing? Were you oh, just breaking up with other people? They were changing the, <laughs> to make it exclusive. Yes. Oh. Yeah. All right. So here are, I guess they say things that uh, you just shouldn't do until you are exclusive. And uh, the, the first one was exchange friends on social media. Hang out at each other's apartments or houses while the other person's away at work. I don't agree with that. Well, you did that. When you did a lot of these before yeah, I you didn't were, follow a lot yeah, of this, I uh, guess. You didn't. But I mean, I kind of knew we were sort of exclusive, even though we hadn't said so. I knew she wouldn't see anyone else, and I wasn't seeing anyone else. So it wasn't official, but we already knew. Well, and there's one on here was something that I know you did. They say, make plans for things that are more than a couple months away. Yeah. So when you are not exclusive, you make those plans, and all of a sudden you find out some things about him or her, and you're like, you know, I really don't want to go to New Orleans with her. <laughs> yeah, or him. Tom, you did that. I actually, I told my wife when we were dating, I said, hey, do you have your passport? Because I think if we're still dating in a couple of months that I, I'm going to be going somewhere and I'd like to take you with me. Which means going out of the country. Now we're talking about early in the relationship. You know, whether I like someone or not, if they told me in two months they're going to take me to another country to, for a vacation, yeah. I'm going to stay with that. That's exactly <laughs> what I was counting on, Kato. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, right after we get back, bye-bye. Okay. Oh, so, wow. At well, least give it a week. Fortunately, she didn't do that. <laughs> okay. They say uh, go to each other's functions at work. Like you have work, uh, I don't know, parties and stuff. Until you're exclusive. You don't want to bring just the person you've been dating for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I usually go by myself and I've had friends say, hey, I'll go be, I'll be your date, you know, your plus, plus one. one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want anybody <laughs> at work parties with me because I mingle. I talk to everybody. And then I'm, you feel all responsible. The you have to babysit them yeah, the whole night. Yeah, it's like I have yeah. to have, make sure they're okay the whole time that I'm there and usually... I had an ex that was just shy, and she didn't want to talk to anybody, even though she knew I don't like this as a rule, though. It's like sometimes you're dating someone casual. You want them to come to the party with you, because maybe you don't want to hang out with your coworkers. I do. Oh. I mean... Okay. Me too, Kato. <laughs> <laughs> downstairs. Awkward. All right, some things you shouldn't do until you become exclusive, and this is one, Tom. Introduce each other to their parents or mom and dad. Oh. Like... Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Okay. I was dating a girl, and my yeah. parents came into town, and it's not like they come that often. Right. And I was going to have dinner with them, so I'm like, hey, you want to come to dinner with us? It wasn't like I was trying to get her to meet my parents. It's just I was like, do you want to go to dinner with me because I'm going with my parents tonight? And she was like, oh, he's serious. Well, and your parents lived out of town, so it was a big deal. They, they still do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So like I said, it was uh, it got mistaken for being something it wasn't. Well, she could have sat at another table. All right. You didn't have to meet them. <laughs> How about when, like, when you met your mother-in-law? What when, about was, her? Did you meet her early on in the relationship? Yeah, like three days in. Oh wow! I took my wife. My wife was oh, living with them. That's true. Your wife was living with her mom and dad. They were. They were she was still in college, and I was like, uh, showed up, and her mom's in a. a bathrobe with a glass of wine in one hand and a smoke in the other. I'm like, man, this is a quality family I'm getting involved with. I love her. I know. <laughs> okay. She and, turned out to be good. Okay. Yeah, she's awesome. And then they say uh, things that you shouldn't do until you become exclusive. Finally, stop by each other's work 
just for a fun surprise. You never that. want that one, do you? No. It's like she shows up there and she's just standing there. Uh, is he available right now? <laughs> it's so funny that you look at it that way and I look at it just the opposite. Well, okay. Like I imagine me showing up at her place of work. I don't think of her showing up at mine. Like you're sitting there imagining this girl making you feel awkward. Well, that's what I thought too. Yeah. I think of it me going there and making them feel awkward. Oh, you awkward. just don't want to do the work to go there and drive to her work and surprise her with flowers or something. No, I'm just saying I feel like I would be the one that would make people awkward. Oh, you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you do. Uh, <laughs> it's happening. No, you know what? I'm just going to throw out these rules. Okay. <laughs> you do it however you want to. I just agreed with that one. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 